You're listening to Trip 360 on Mousecapades Radio, sharing your magical moments and spreading pixie dust around the world. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Page Studios. Here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Gina. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 899, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Just a reminder that we are both travel agents, and if you're looking for looking to book a trip, we would be happy to help. Just text Vicki or myself, Gina, at 636-373-4497, and we will be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact us today. Well, we have our friend Amanda with us, and her and her family just went on a Disney cruise. Um, Amanda has been on before um, for just a Disney World trip. So welcome back, Amanda. We're happy to have you. Happy to be here. At least I get to see you this way. I went on a girl's trip with Amanda, and I feel like I haven't seen her. Well, I haven't seen her in person since then. It's kind of crazy. I have. Ha ha. I know. (laughs) Well, I'll let you kick off, Gina. Okay, so let's talk about which cruise ship that you were on and when you left and what kind of room did you have? So we sailed on the Magic, which is of course the original Disney cruise ship that debuted in 1998. We left on January 2nd out of Galveston, Texas, because it's closer to home uh, since we live in San Antonio. So we're able to drive up to the port, which made things a lot easier for us. We had a a veranda. We actually had the what's known as the white wall veranda. So normally when you have the veranda, you can you have the clear bottom so you could see on the bottom as well. This one was a pure white wall because we were about as far back in the back of the ship as we possibly could be, which was great because we actually did have an extended veranda, which is crazy because we paid less than if we were in the middle of the ship at the exact same level. Like we saved like hundreds of dollars just because of the white wall veranda. And I had looked online, like that's kind of one of the better deals that you could possibly get um, for it. The entire cruise was absolutely amazing and wonderful. Uh, This was both Greg and I, it was our fourth cruise, fourth Disney cruise. And for Victoria, this was her second Disney cruise. So we knew what to expect when we were getting on there. We knew that this was obviously the smaller ship. But it had been since we hadn't cruised with Disney since 2018 because we were supposed to cruise, as you know, Jenna, in 2021. But COVID decided we're going to change that to the we're going to change that into a parks vacation instead of going on the cruise. 
And then when we booked this one, I was actually in Disneyland. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yes, because you're just like, I'm in Disneyland. I'm like, okay, well, I'll book it real quick and then I'll just transfer it over to you <laughs> so you can enjoy your trip. Yeah, because we were on completely different time zone. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's okay. It's no problem. It was great because I, you know, booked during opening day prices for, for the Silver Castaway because with the that's one of the things with the cruises that's different than with the parks is with the cruises the prices is very very rarely ever go down they never really run any type of specials that much um so when they come out is normally the cheapest and i had done looked online like about a month prior and to get on the cruise ship to even get a veranda it was almost a thousand dollars more than wow. when we originally booked and this was a completely packed ship, too, because a lot of the schools in the Texas area had off that additional week, which is why, why we took it, because we all had the week off from school, because a lot of school districts either took a week, another week early in December, or they took another week early in January. And this one just fell perfectly for their school schedule. And a lot of school districts changed to that. And so a lot of people from Texas were like, this is a great thing. This is the last family trip we can have for a while. And so it got really booked. And so it was a completely full ship and it definitely felt like a completely full ship, but it wasn't too bad, I guess. Even though it was completely packed, it didn't feel like we were just standing shoulder to shoulder the entire time. That's good. That is good. But it was a six night cruise, which was definitely, you know, plenty of time, six to seven nights. You can really kind of take your time around, the, you know, the cruise and being able to experience everything. So it was a lot of fun. Like we all came back just needing that extra week off to, you know, <laughs> relax from our relaxing cruise. Got it. So talk about the dining experiences, because I know everyone's different on every ship. What did that look like for you guys? So with the magic, they they did a reverb with it, I think, I think a couple of years ago. And I know they recently did one too. So the Magic has a Rapunzel's table in their rotational dining, which that's how obviously they do the dining with Disney is that you have three dining rooms. And luckily, since we had an even number of ships, we got to visit all, all of them twice instead of trying to figure out which was going to be the oddball one that was in there. We had animators, palette, we had Rapunzel's dining, and then we had Lumiere's, which was based off of obviously Beauty and the Beast. Vicky's favorite. <laughs> the Rapunzel's was absolutely amazing because it's it's Disney, right? And it's all inversion. You walk into the dining, it's like you're walking into Rapunzel. You know, there's the lanterns, they're everywhere. The, ta the chairs were all purple. They all had the sun on them. It was just all immersive. You were definitely at Rapunzel's royal table. And Rapunzel would walk around and she would take your picture and she would talk with you while you're having dinner. She'd be singing along with all the other, you know, smuggly duckling characters that were out there, which is really cool. When we had done The Wonder, it had Tiana's on it. It was the same exact experience that's in there. So, you know, you're going in there. It's going to be loud. But for us, the servers understood that. So they made sure to get our food in and out really quickly. Now. I will also point out that, so we were a family of three. Most of the people that were on the ship had at least a minimum of a family of like five or six. Wow. There were large families, like multi-generational families that were on the ship. 
So because of that, I don't think Disney had another small family that they could set us up with. So we had a table by ourselves for dinner. Oh, that's nice. And it actually was nice because we weren't waiting on anybody. The Mm -hmm. second we got in, we got our food. We were one of the first ones to get our food in and out. We would see whatever show it was and then we'd left because it's not like we were waiting for dessert or anything like that. We love the food that's on the cruise. But the one thing that a lot of people have a problem with the cruises is that they're comparing it to the food in the parks. And you can't do that. I was going to say, why? Yeah, it's not the same. Now, you can compare the food on the cruise to another cruise line. That makes sense. But it's totally different, right? You know, you don't have nearly as many options on the cruise as you do in the parks. Yeah, because they can only have so much food on the ship each cruise. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they have like set menus and stuff. They do. I mean, we really enjoyed all the food that was on there. We hit up Cabana's a lot for for breakfast because Victoria loved to go get either the Mickey waffles or the chocolate donuts or the chocolate croissants. She ate a lot of chocolate. (laughs) I'm with her. (laughs) Me too. One thing that was really cool was on our last cruise, on our last sea day, they had uh, churro Mickey waffles. I was getting right after they had the churro Mickey waffles. Those look so good. They were, oh, like, it was like both Greg and I had it. And then we're like, oh, as we're leaving, oh, look, we have to get another waffle. Oh, look, we're just getting another waffle. Oh, look, we're getting another waffle. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was hot. It was fresh. It was just so, it was so good. And that's pretty much what we did for breakfast. For lunches, we would either eat at Cabana's again, or we did a lot of the quick services on the pool deck. Uh, the Magic and the Wonder, they both have shawarma stations that are on there, which are not that busy and it's so good. Greg and I ate a lot of shawarma, but they do have the pizza and the hot dogs and you know the regular stuff. And it just made made everything a lot easier just going over there, grabbing meals and and going. So I mean how many ice creams did Victoria end up eating? <laughs> oh, well she had a minimum of one a day. <laughs> did she set a goal for herself? Yeah, that's why she would ask. She'd be like, oh, can I get like a hot dog from outside? And I'm like, it's because you want to get ice cream afterwards. She goes, no. I'm like, all Mar- right. <laughs> yeah. Well, because one day they had a uh, mint flavored ice cream, which was really good. And then they had it with the chocolate. So you get the chocolate swirled with the mint. Oh, that would be Yum. good. It tasted like an Andy's like chocolate. Yum. That you get from Olive Garden. And she loved that. She's like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing. So so that's why there's a line there. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the cool things was, is that um, because our cruise was right after Christmas, is they still had some of the Christmas stuff available for purchase. And y'all know about our thing with Donald and Daisy, obviously. Love them. So they actually had the little Donald Christmas zippers that they only had in the parks for the Christmas party. Right. They had four of them on the ship. And I almost took out in a family because they stopped in front of me. And I said, <gasps> and I ran right over and I'm like, I need this like, <laughs> now. And like, we only have four left. I said, I don't care. I need one now. So we, I'm actually staring at one in Greg's office right now. <laughs> That's awesome. That we had gotten because I'd asked my friends to grab them when they were going there. Like, oh, we forgot. I'm like, how could you forget? So I don't know if you um, get to listen to the show very often, but the family that went to Disney World at Christmas, they were there during the time you were like they left after Christmas and then were there when you were on the ship Mm -hmm. and their daughter loves Daisy and she wants her to be in the in the like 
Chef Mickey, she went there and she was sad that there was no Daisy. How could they have Donald with no Daisy? And Mm. and I told her to start a petition and I knew somebody would help her. It would be you. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say, ever since we talked about that on our girls trip, we're finding more and more Daisy, which is a good thing. Yeah. And when I'm at the parks, I usually send her pictures. I'll be like, look what I found. Yeah, uh, we've noticed that too, because uh, it's it's like right after that, we're just like, I guess somebody's finally like listening in on those conversations we're having or something, because uh, all of a sudden it's just like, oh, here, let's pin Donald and Daisy on this, or let's put Daisy on this. And I'm like, thank you. Yes. Oh my goodness. Like I say it all the time. They listen to this podcast. I'm telling <laughs> you. <laughs> I don't know for sure, but I do know that when she said that, I immediately thought of you. I was like, our friend Amanda's like that. I never really noticed it. And she's like, I just don't think you have the complete set at Chef Mickey's until you put Daisy in there. No. I think it was so sweet that she said that. Well, it was one of the things of when I was looking at the app and looking at the characters and I was like, okay, why is Daisy? And it was strange because I think Daisy maybe was under the weather, uh, but she wasn't out for the sail away party. Oh, we had Donald there and there's kind of like this pause, you know, obviously it's a pre-recorded track. It was kind of like this pause that was in there. And Daisy wasn't up for the character meet and greets till like day three. So I think that maybe Daisy might have been under the weather. Maybe. When she came out, like the lines were long for her because, you know, people hadn't seen her, you know, that were on there. And that was one of the coolest experiences, obviously, for Greg and I was when we had our two port days, we decided to stay on the ship because it was so much more quieter and we were able to just kind of relax. We were walking around the ship and we literally ran into Donald twice and Daisy once. Nice. Just walking around the cruise ship. So you got some one-on-one time with him. Yeah, and there was nobody else around us. Like there were no kids. Like we weren't tying them away from kids. Obviously that would be mean to do that. But we saw them and I just happened to be wearing my three Caballero ears. And so like, Donald, I'm wearing your ears. And we got like so many pictures from the cast member who took them and we were having conversations and they were remembering us when they were seeing us. They're just like, you're the family of the duck family. You love the ducks. We're like, we do. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's the thing on a cruise that you don't get in the parks because those are the same cast members the whole time you're on the cruise. So they have the joy of being able to remember those things to help you have more fun. They do. And especially the princesses as well, because obviously they talk and they visit the kids in the kids club. And so they'll visit the kids in the kids club. And then if you go down there, take a picture, they'll remember something that that kid did in the kids club and they'll bring that up. And the Aww. look of joy on their face, on the kids faces that it's like, holy crap, Princess Tiana remembered me about this. And I will point out Princess Tiana rocks on every cruise ship we've ever been on because she is the one who is dancing to the beat of her own drummer. She's having fun while the long lines for Cinderella and Rapunzel are going on. She's interacting with everybody that's around you. She just always is having the greatest time on every cruise ship I've ever seen out of all the princesses. I think she's Southern though. I yes. think that's, yeah, the that's the care. Yeah, for sure. I think, I mean, that's great. Maybe that person just has that more inside of them as well. So that just made it that much bigger. But yeah, I really think it's because her character is Southern because that that is the thing. Yeah, I mean, she she's really into that character. Like, it's just like even when you see her walk, she just has this stand of appeal and you're just like watching her and you're just like, girl, like you must have abs of steel underneath all of that dress. 
because she goes from sitting, sitting down to a complete stand position without moving. And it's all in her core. Wow. And I'm like, how? Okay. That's so awesome. She's been doing a lot of those, uh, a lot of those workouts that we do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I saw that and I'm like, holy crap. Like that was just, it was just, you know, amazing to see that. And it is different, you know, with the cruise ships, you see the characters all the time. And that's the other thing is that when the, the characters are switching out, there's no back door for them to go. Right. Because so they walk down the hall and you get to see them. So they have to walk down the hall. And so they have to try to be in character. And we've had that happen when we were looking at pictures and Pluto was trying to go into the pack and he saw that we had a picture of him with our daughter and he comes up right behind us and he's trying to sneak around us. <laughs> and his cast That's member awesome. handler is like, Pluto, what are you doing? <laughs> I was walking this way. Okay. We decided to stop and walk. That's fun. Or like Mickey or Minnie, if you happen to run into them, they're like big hug, great big hug. And I'm just like, okay. If I have to. <laughs> I'm like, I understand I'm 40 and I'm just going to be crying when I'm like seeing Daisy give me a hug. Don't worry. You're not the only one. <laughs> you are you, not I don't think you'll ever girl. be the only one. Yeah. <laughs> no. So what princesses? So Cinderella and Rapunzel, Tiana. We had Belle and Ariel as well. Because you were saying that about the talking and um, the other one that I was going to say was extra friendly when we were at Eckershoes was Snow White. Oh, Snow White there is awesome. I feel like her and Tiana both just, and but her, her character's from Germany. I don't know. Anyway, but I agree. Yeah. Tiana our, at our restaurant, even in the parks was mm -hmm. very, and I do think it's that Southern air about them, you know, just everybody's your friend or your family kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And it's like I said, it's just one of those things where it's not just the kids, but the adults love talking with her as well, because she's very much, you know, I guess probably because she's more down to earth. She's not trying to be rescued by a guy or, you know, anything like that, really. It's just, you know, really nice. And, you know, Disney, when they cast for those princesses, they're like 100 percent right. spot on with them and that just it helps it helps when you're you know a parent helps when you're a kid as well just you know you feel a little bit more you know magical when you see that so you said what um two ports did your boat stop at that you guys didn't get off Cozumel and Costa Maya in Mexico I love both of those yeah we had been to Cozumel that was our third time in there and so we, we looked at the excursions and a lot of them were, you know, obviously like beach type excursions. And I'm, I'm the person that looks at, okay, I'm paying this much. What am I getting out of it? If I'm going to pay, you know, for, cause since Victoria is currently an adult, according to Disney, yeah. for Disney prices yeah. that, 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 you know, it's like, Oh, that's about $300 minimum. I'm going to pay for most excursions for a three hour experience. Right. But there's so much to do there at port anyway, walking around and shopping and that kind of oh, thing. Yeah. But that's the day that you guys didn't get off, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, the other thing is, is that it's great for people who aren't from South Texas, because a lot of the stuff they have in the port is the same stuff we get here at yeah. home. And so you'd have to really get far away from the port for us to have a more traditional experience. We had booked an excursion for Costa Maya. It was to uh, tour both of the ruins that they had there. It was a really great deal, but it got canceled about two weeks prior to the cruise leaving. 
So we decided that instead of doing an excursion that we were going to buy the photo package. Oh, okay. The photo package is a lot more expensive on the cruise right. than it is in the parks. And so I was like, well, this kind of forced us to take, you know, more pictures as a family as well. But the cool thing is, is that they have photo setups on those port days. So you can have pictures taken while you're at the ports and the sun is shining. And, you know, it's a really nice one. We have a bunch of pictures that we have t- we had took when we were up on the pool deck because they were doing the capture the magic moment. And we actually got one with the three caballeros, oddly enough. Yay. That's awesome. So we're happy about that. But we're like, oh, hey, they're like, there's no line because everybody's off the cruise ship. We're like, okie dokie. We can go ahead and get some of the stuff done. So did you guys do the fish extenders and stuff? We didn't. We did jog around the jogging track since the original four do have that jogging track that's on there on deck four. So when we were in Cozumel, we actually went jogging around. We did a 5K on there. Oh, cool. uh, to which Victoria said, I earned my extra donut. <laughs> I thought you were going to say more ice cream. <laughs> oh, no. She was just like, I get three chocolate donuts. I'm like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you on that one. But they had a little area where they had ping pong and foosball that you could play. And it's right by the basketball courts that are out there. We did that on a sea day, but we also did it on a port day. Well, we were just playing ping pong you know, back there, which is cool, except for it was really windy. So they have all the nets that are out there, but we're like, we're going to lose something and something's going to go overboard. So we, we got our exercise between doing that and going up all all the stairs, up and down all the stairs. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of stairs on those ships. But that is definitely a cool thing if you don't get off, that you get to enjoy the ship with so many less people. Yeah, it was cool because we were able to also go to the pool deck and we watched a oh, Wreck-It Ralph on there while, you know, Victoria and I are just, you know, hanging out in the hot tub. And then she's like, well, I want to get out. We're like, OK, we can sit on the lounge chairs and watch the movie. She's like, oh, OK. And at that time, the Aquadunk opened up. So I was like, well, I'll go in line for the Aquadunk because there was no line whatsoever for it. So you can really enjoy the pool deck without it being so congested. Because we also had some horrible weather when we were leaving Galveston and when we were coming back. So they had to shut down the pools, but was rocking so much that the water wasn't staying in the pools. So all the kids who were normally supposed to be outside on the pool deck were inside with the crews. So there were a lot of activities that like, there's a lot of families that are here. The pool deck must be closed. (laughs) They're like, yes. And they're like screaming, like, okay. We're getting this out. So that was nice with the port days was all those families were getting off. We're like, we're going to stay here. We're going to eat our ice cream. We're going to be in the sun and just relax. And so what entertainment do they have on that boat that you guys took part in? They have a, a couple of shows. We did watch the Tangled musical, which, you know, Vicki, you would have definitely loved. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Being a music teacher and everything. But that was really cool because, you know, you're in the audience. You get to hear the music from Tangled. And the woman they had as you know, Mother Gothel, oh, my God, she just she killed it, you know, for the live action. But we did a lot of trivia. We always love to do a lot of trivia. The Magic started this Encanto experience when they were in, in the dry dock. They added that to their entertainment. It was only on one of the sea days and it was blocked for like two hours. Nobody knew really what it was, but we all knew it was one thing. It was basically like the, you know, Frozen sing-along 
at uh, Hollywood. You had cast members there who were talking about different things happening in Encanto and everything. And so you're singing along and they have it there. And then Bruno comes out and he's walking around. And if you want to have your picture taken with him, you could. But it was pure 100% chaos. It's as if they released a new Starbucks mug. Oh, no. Type chaos. We had talked with one of the cast members and they said, you want to get there an hour before they open up to make sure that you get a seat in there. Because if not, it's going to be standing room only really, really quick. So Greg and I were waiting in line. I was getting ready to go pull Victoria from the kids club. Stitch decided that he was going to go visit kids club and was going to be out oh, no. about 15 minutes before the Encanto experience happened. So there's parents who are sending, there's families who are sending one parent off to go grab the kid. And we're like, look. We left the dads alone to defend us. It's not good. Like they're all messaging us in the app. They're like, it's Armageddon in here. We go back. And I mean, the lines are wrapped around the entire cruise ship, basically, just trying to get into the D lounge so we could have this Encanto experience. And everybody sits down and we're like, okay, we're ready. We got this. And then when they realized it was a sing along, all those people left. Oh, no. Because they didn't know what it was. They're like, oh, we thought that, oh, hey, we will get this, you know, great character experience. You're like, oh, you only see Bruno at the end. I mean, we we enjoyed it, obviously. You know, we're singing along to the music. Yeah. And everything. We're having fun. I'm like, it's just like Frozen, right? You know, it, it's a cool way just to kind of, you know, spend an hour. And I'm like, so as for Troy, I'm like, you want to go meet Bruno? She's like, there's an extremely long line. I don't think so. I'm like, okay. I love her. <laughs> You know, taking her to Disney one too many times now, the two where she's just like, no, nah, that line's not worth it. I'm like, I get you. I support you. This is not for me. This is for you. But I think a lot of those moms were going to be writing in on the comment cards on how that was not held correctly because it was, uh, yeah, it was going to, it was going to get physical. Like there was going to be a fight that was going to be broken off into. Families were pushing once the doors got open, and I'm just like, sad. First seats we saw, we just sat down. I'm like, I don't care. We're good. They also did have, like I said, they did have a lot of trivia and they had a lot of different trivia types that were going on. You always get humbled because you think you know a lot about Disney and then you do the trivias. Even (laughs) if you do the easy one, you're like, how is that easy? That's all Tokyo Disney. Yeah. I know nothing of Tokyo Disney, you know. Luckily, like we've been watching the Disney 100 Jeopardy thing that's been going on on YouTube with Inside the Magic. So therefore, we're like, oh, we kind of know what's going on. We remember hearing this answer. We're like, we have no idea what goes on in Tokyo. (laughs) You didn't know you had to like study up before you went on your cruise. (laughs) Yes. We're like, okay, But they also had a an Emperor's New Groove type thing. Oh, cool. And I loved the description for it. That was like, kids, do you want to know about the movie your parents talk about? And you have no idea what they're talking about. Come in here, join us. <laughs> and it was, and it was just basically like a a game show. And you got paired off into, you know, if you wanted to play, they'd hand you a task. And if you won, you want a special little gift or something like that. But they're like, we have no idea. So this is it. This is the end of it. We were just trying something out on this cruise ship. But we appreciated that because we're like, it wasn't too packed because there's not too many, I guess, Emperor's New Groove fans. I always like that movie. Kaylee and Joey were Yzma and Kronk. Their costumes were so cute. At the yes. Halloween party <laughs> and they got stopped. We did run into, th- there were three Yzmas that we saw, but there was only one other Kronk. And we took their pictures with the one of them because they, the one couple, they were dressed in their, Kaylee and them knew their laboratory clothes. And then Kaylee and Joey were dressed differently and they wanted to get the picture. But yeah, they, they really got into it and they liked, but we saw so many good costumes while we were there. So did you guys get off at that? Did, did you get to go to the Disney Island? No, ours didn't stop there. 
because of the, I think it's the Jones Act, that they would have to stop off in a U.S. stop before heading to go to the Bahamas. So none of the cruises out of Galveston right now go to the Bahamas anymore since Key West is no longer going to have any Disney cruises stopped there. Oh, because when we went in 2018, it was a it was a Bohemian cruise. So we stopped off in Key West, Florida. Then we went to Nazho and then we went to Castaway. But because Key West is no longer saying, hey, we want Disney to stop here. Uh, they can't do it from Galveston. Wow. I didn't realize that, I guess. But you were saying we did Galveston because it's closer. But my cousin, um, she's been going on, I think, every four months she goes on a cruise and she leaves from Galveston because she said she just feels like it's a smoother transit, you know, everything getting there. She drives there and everything. So people need to think about that. And this was our second, actually third time because we did one through Carnival. But that was our very, very first cruise. So we had no idea what we were doing. Um, Whereas obviously with this one, we absolutely knew what we were doing. And it was extremely smooth from boarding the cruise and things. Definitely a tip is if you're ever having to park for a Disney cruise at the port, park, pay for the express slot. Um, I did some research on that. The express slot is literally right next to the terminal for Disney Cruise. So oh. when we when we dropped off our, when we parked my car, we walked maybe a hundred yards and we were there outside the terminal to drop off our bags. Nice. So when we got off our cruise, we just went right to our car. We weren't waiting. It was a very, very smooth transition. Are they still working on the, are they still working on the port there in Galveston? I know they were redoing it. Or is that, or is that just the Royal Caribbean? That might just be the Royal Caribbean because Carnival was also there when we were there as well. But it doesn't seem to be under construction. I mean, okay, half of Texas is under construction anyways. <laughs> but I mean, it was it was nice because I mean, like I said, just when we arrived, they had it's Disney. So they had the lines figured out for absolutely everything. And they had everything done to where once you arrived and once you started checking in, you really weren't waiting that long for anything whatsoever even when the security line got backed up they made sure to hold people there and you know it was very 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 easy to get onto the cruise ship i don't remember i mean when we went in 2018 it really wasn't you know that bad either but that's when they were holding people inside the terminals and then you went by your boarding group now they won't even let you get inside the terminal until you're there at your port arrival time like if you arrived early, they're like, no, there's no holding spot. We want people just to keep going and going. Like you get on and 15 minutes later, you're on the ship having lunch. And you're like, okay, I could deal with this. That's pretty cool. It's better now that they've, I mean, there are things that they learned from the pandemic for sure that I think mm-hmm. have made, made some things better. Definitely. It's been a long time since I've been on a cruise. So excuse me, I imagine a lot of things have been learned since then. <laughs> You'll get to see. Yeah. Well, and the last time <laughs> I went was... Carnival also, and we're doing Royal this time. So we'll definitely be different. Was there anything else that you thought you would like to share with the listeners that they should look out for or that they should try to do? So always get to know your stateroom hosts because they can help you out a lot. We had a bit of a panic moment happen with us. You know, they bring the luggage in after, you know, you leave the port and everything. And Greg and I, we had our luggage back, but Victoria's wasn't there. And we said, okay, fine. That one's, you know, it was smaller. So probably stuck like somewhere in the back. We went to dinner. We had the early dinner time. We dropped Victoria off at the kids club and we were like, hey, let's just check to see if the bag got delivered. And the bag did not get delivered. We talked with our stateroom host 
And he's like, it's got to be somewhere here on the ship. He immediately started looking for it. We went down to uh, guest services and, you know, let them know as well what was happening because sometimes they can help out with the stateroom host. When we made it back to our room within about 20 minutes, he he had the bag and he actually did deliver it to, to the room. Oh, good. We were in full panic mode. I'm sure. Like, I was like, I'm not going to get mad because there's nothing we can do about the situation. But um, our save room host was absolutely amazing. What had happened was, is that somebody read the numbers and transposed to the numbers on it. So it was outside a door to a room and those people hadn't come back or something. And so then we found and we checked and everything was still there. But we wrote a humongous long thank you note to our stateroom host. We left it for his supervisor to let know how much we appreciated him. We, you know, put his name in every comment section that we could possibly put of uh, because he got. And because of that, like, we're just like very grateful for him because uh, those stateroom hosts, hosts, if you're having a problem, they can find an answer for you. Right. You know, before you you really know about it. Um, we were just like, oh, look, I mean, for us, we're like, oh. The magic is still here. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, because we're like, oh, that's a little bit of a panic moment type of thing. Like, what are we going to tell our daughter? And um, instead, when we found everything, we headed straight to the bar and we had a nice big drink. <laughs> <laughs> to celebrate. To help celebrate because they have a they have an amazing uh, jazz bar that it was modeled after Soul. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. It was, and it was really nice. It, it, the, the bartenders there were absolutely amazing. They had some great drink specials and they had music going on as well. The one thing that I would also say is that if you've gone to the park several times and you've never been on a Disney cruise, leave the parks separate because that's the one thing. And we still heard it with people on even on our ship. They were just talking about so what's different at the parks is that you can't compare the yeah. parks to the cruise. Right. You 100% cannot even compare that. It has the name Disney in it and it has the characters and that's about it. You know, it's totally, a you know, a different experience in regards for that. Um, but because nobody is getting off the ship, uh, very surprised at how quickly people recognize you between the cast members and um, the officers and things like that, to where if you have a problem, they are m- more than willing to help you out. We had that happen with Victoria. She had done a tracing of the entire Encanto cast. I mean, it's a very impressive what she actually was sketching. She made a mistake and she wanted to erase it. They had no erasers. Like the kids club's like, we don't have any erasers. And because of her ADHD, she had a bit of a meltdown because of that. So we went to go pick her up and they were letting us know about this. We said, you know what? Let's go to the gift shop. They have to have like the little art kits. There has to be a pencil with an eraser at the gift shop. So we went down there and it was the middle of a show. So therefore it was completely empty. And they're like, we don't have pen. We don't have erasers. How come we don't have an eraser? And they were looking through absolutely everything. And like, we can't find anything. They couldn't find an eraser whatsoever. So then they talked with guest services. They had a pencil left over from Christmas that had an eraser on it. <laughs> and I mean, they had every everybody was searching on the ship for an eraser. That's so crazy. But they found it. She was able to fix it. All was right with the world. After she got done with the drawing, she went and she showed it to them. And they were praising her. And they're like, oh, this is so amazing. We absolutely appreciate that, you, you know, you've remembered us. And, you know, we hope that you're having a much more magical day and things like that. So, you know... They really are there to the help out with any little thing. Like I said, trying to find an eraser. You wouldn't think it would be that difficult. Oh, I know. Not in the kids club. 
And yeah, but they said that they all got new pencils and they knew how to racers. So she she loved the kids club. It was her last year of being in the Oceaneers labs. And the next cruise we go on, she gets bumped up to the next level because she will age out of this. But, you know, she had an absolute blast being in there because she was there with, you know, kids that were pretty much 10 years old anyways that were in there. And, you know, just had an absolute, like I said, absolute blast, had had so much fun that was in there. And it's a great way for them to burn off energy so you can go do adult things and not having to worry about them roaming around on the ship. I do really like that. And it gives them a chance to meet people from all over. Mm-hmm. I know that's not everybody's deal, but I think I just remember not on a ship, obviously, but when we were at Caribbean Beach, Joey made friends with a kid from France. And he was like, yeah, I know Joey was all like, I just met a person. They speak French. And I said, are they from France? Oh, yeah, I forgot to say that. But that's a cool experience for your kid. Yeah, she got to meet um, one of the girls she was playing with was from China. Oh, that's awesome. And so we were like walking around the ship and she'd always bump into her. And I'm like, seriously, this isn't, you know, the the smallest ship is also not the largest ship. But come on, how can we keep like bumping into the same people? And I think it'll change because. You know, when she goes into the next one, we know that she'll probably have her own phone by then, which, you know, scares the crap out of me. Uh, <laughs> but You can put a lot of parental locks on those. My sister-in-law knows all about that. So, oh, yeah, no, don't worry. Greg is going to be like, you're only going to be able to text and you're only going to be able to call. That's <laughs> going to be about it. That's awesome. And that's just going to be a way for her to let us know, you know, hey, this is where I'm at and, right. and all those things. And she's like, I'll be able to roam free. I said, well, yeah, technically you will be. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, I'm enjoying you being 10. Okay. And I still have to check you in and check you out. Even though I could have given her privileges to check herself out. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, 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 I'm going to be that mom. I think for a parent, it's more scarier than it is for the kids. At least for me, it, it was. I think they think freedom and the parents are like my baby. So yeah, I do think I agree. I think it's the parents. Yeah. Well, she loved the fact that, uh, uh, edge was all about uh video games and so she's just like "Ooh, they have mario kart i can play mario kart down here and they're like yeah we do a lot of games and things like that she goes oh so it's not just art stuff because she's like i get kind of sick and tired of doing nothing but art stuff sometimes i'm like okay honey she can call my son and play mario kart anytime she wants <laughs> oh she's 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 the queen of mario kart in this household well, so is he, and he's finishing up his last semester of college. So if he's not doing homework, then he's usually playing Mario battles with people from that he used to go to school with. Yeah, she does it on the online universe. And so she's always battling against different people. And we're just like, okay, no problem. I do think it's cool that, like I said, this is the last time we went was in 2018. How much stuff is available through the app, mm. through oh. the Disney Cruise Line app now? That is very cool. Yeah, everything's on an app. When I booked the placeholder, I just did it through the app. That's awesome. Because you can't book cruises anymore. You can't book uh, future cruises on deck. They have not brought that back yet. And so I was able just to go through the app and just say, yes, I want to do this. And it took like 30 minutes. And then it was like, hey, you're confirmed. I'm like, okay. That's really nice. I'm glad that they're able to do that. And it has that option to where if you do book with a travel agent to say, yes, I want this to stick with my travel agent. Or if you don't want it to stick with your travel agent. So... And even if you don't, um, we still have 30 days where we can transfer it. Yeah, which is cool. Another cool thing is that 
even if you're not a DVC member, when they have the DVC presentations, you can go ahead and go to that. If you sign up to be part of that, uh, you get a $50 stateroom credit just for listening to the talk. You don't even have to sit down with them to talk numbers or anything like that. I want to sit down and talk numbers just to see what it is. <laughs> I've heard the number talk a lot of times and I'm just like, look, right now, financially, it doesn't make sense for us. Right. When it does, we will probably talk to somebody when we're either on a cruise or at the parks because they always have deals if you book with them, you know, during that time. I said, I totally get it. I know it. I know people who are DVC. Right. But you're asking me to take out a car loan. Yeah. Basically. Right. And have 20% down payment just right already. Do you not know that, you know, this isn't cheap? Right. <laughs> Disney's not cheap. So it's like, okay. But I'm like, Greg had never heard this spiel before. So I was like, well, we'll just go. We'll get $50 stateroom credit. That'll pay for, you know, a few drinks at the bar. Yeah. Right. For sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This was very entertaining. I, I'm not, I was trying to think. I don't know that we, Gina, did we do a Disney cruise for you? A trip report? Yeah, we did. That was before I was an agent, so... It'd been a while ago. Yeah. I think one of the first times I was ever on the show. Well, now I know more about the cruise ships. So when she says things, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So then I feel a little <laughs> bit more like I know what's going on, even though I've still not been on one someday. Someday I will be on one. But I want to give a shout out to the listeners. Thank you so much for listening. If you have a question or a comment, you can uh, just reach out to us. Go on apple or Podbean and give us a rating because that really does and leave a little comment that really does mean a lot to us if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment just text us at 636-373-4497 you can check us out on our social media account the mascapades podcast on facebook if you would like a free quote contact vicky or myself gina at 636-373-4497 be sure to listen to Wednesday's show when we dish all the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. And as always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and more podcast. Well, ladies, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. Have a magical day, my friends. Wherever I wander, wherever I roam, I couldn't be fonder of my big home. The bees are buzzing in the trees to make some honey just for me. When you look under the rocks and the plants and you take a glance at the fancy ants and then maybe try a few, the bare necessities of life will come to you.